your trusted source for local breaking news and what to make of it all. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. We've been waiting a long time for the New South Wales Attorney General to uh, to make his decision around Kathleen Folbig's uh, appeal, but he's refused to recommend a pardon, but instead has asked for yet another public inquiry into the deaths of Folbig's four children in response to a petition for her release that was signed last year by 90 eminent scientists, citing evidence that's, that significantly raises doubt over her guilt. She was jailed in 2003 for murdering her children Patrick, Sarah and Laura and for the manslaughter of her son Caleb. The petition to pardon Kathleen was delivered to the New South Wales Governor in March last year. It claimed that the case against Folbig was entirely circumstantial and that the trial and later inquiry was derailed by flawed logic. The new inquiry is going to be headed by the recently retired New South Wales Chief Justice Thomas Bathurst and Folbig's solicitor, Rani Rigo, joins me on the line now. Good morning and thanks for your time, Rani. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be with you, Tracy. I must say it's very nice to... Uh, we've had this conversation before. We've talked about Kathleen. It's nice, uh, whilst a pardon would have been preferred, it's at least going to get another hearing. Yeah, absolutely, Tracy. And I, I think that while we um, still say that a pardon is appropriate in these situations, um, and indeed Mr Speakman himself has identified the situations in which pardons can be given, um, which match this scenario, we are still... Um, very much looking forward to putting our case to the public inquiry headed by um, a former eminent uh, judge of the Supreme Court um, and we say that the evidence is overwhelming and that um, the inquiry will be thoroughly impressed by this world-class science. I really hope so because uh, it was really at the death, wasn't it, that, that we got those, uh, the 90 scientists, we got that, uh, that research back about the potential gene that could have caused the death of Kathleen's children. That really needs to be examined this time around and significantly examined. That, that's right. Um, and we, we've always provided Mr Speaker with very clear, certain evidence, um, but he's chosen that he wants it to be ventilated in public. Um, so it, it's actually up to a total of a, over 150 scientists that have signed this petition wow. now, including yeah. three Nobel Prize winners. And I, uh, dealing with scientists, I've come to learn that they rarely are in agreement about anything. So the <laughs> fact that we have been able to have that backing is extraordinary. And I think it's a testament to the strength of the evidence. Um, it was actually published in a highly prestigious Oxford University journal, EP Europace, and in the very short time that it's been published, it's become one of the most read and cited papers in the history of that journal um, with no challenges to the science. Now, for people who don't work in science or have interaction with science, that is an incredible feat. Mm. Um, scientists, you know, whole career about disproving others' hypotheses. So um, for that to um, happen is extraordinary. Now, it's all about the calm too, Jean, isn't it? It's, uh, it's all part of, uh, of how you know, we control calcium, how it's transported in and out of our heart cells. And mutations within that gene are, are some of the, uh, the primary causes for sudden death in infancy and also childhood. So surely this has got to be uh, significant, significant evidence in Kathleen's favour. 
Well, the science community, um, there's just no doubt about that. Um, Professor Peter Schwartz is the world-leading expert in the genetics of cardiac arrhythmias. He established with his colleagues a register of known deaths of infants from calm mutations, and it's now up to 150, sadly. So science and medicine say this is clear. The only um, profession that's not persuaded thus far is the legal profession. So science and medicine, um, they they don't see any doubt here. Mm. Um, it's been proven. We know children die from it. Um, so, I mean, one might think that they're still suspicious about four deaths in one family and, mm. and potentially diary entries that were cherry-picked um, to represent her guilt. Mm. Now, look, I know that you've spoken to Kathleen this morning. How is she? Is she uh, relieved or is, you know, obviously this is going to be a total re-trauma of everybody involved in it. It's not going to be an easy process. How is she? Well, I note that Mr. Speakman gave um, significant um, his his sympathy to Craig Folbig, um, and Mr. Folbig is he's lost four children. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all feel for him. That's a, a tragedy that no one should experience. But Miss Folbig has also lost four children. Mm-hmm. She's been locked away in a maximum security prison. She's been voiceless, powerless, and told by men who have no understanding of motherhood what she meant in her own diary entries, and not even in her diaries, in excerpts that was selected um, to prove her guilt. So when she was asked to explain them, she was then rendered a liar um, Mm. with no thorough explanation about why that conclusion was given. So Miss Folby is bitterly disappointed that she's not released today. Mm. Um, It was hoped that she might be able to open a door for the first time in 19 years today or put her feet um, in the sand uh, for the first time. Um, So in that sense, she's bitterly disappointed. But Miss Folby, like us, is very confident in the strength of this evidence and like 150 other scientists. So we welcome a very thorough, comprehensive and public inquiry that will scrutinise this evidence properly um, and we look forward to um, Miss Folbig's uh, innocence being proven on the public stage. What is the time frame from, uh, from here, Rani? When do, we, uh, when do we start to see this inquiry happen? Um, at this stage, I have no details. Mm-hmm. I've not been contacted by um, the Attorney General or um, the Crown Solicitor's Office, who usually um, take part in these matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the scope of the inquiry is still for determination, but certainly the new genetic evidence will far- form part of that examination. But what other matters specifically will be um, d- will be investigated is still for determination. It would be nice to have had a female judge sit on this one. Uh, it, it's, I think that, um, you know, I, I, I hate to think that gender comes into it, mm. but I think when you're dealing with motherhood mm. and grief and yep. losing children, um, I've had a lot of mothers reach out to me um, saying, you know, Rani, I know I know how it feels to have crying babies. And, mm. you know, uh, people said to me, if people read my diaries, they'd lock me away. But that doesn't mean that I did anything or I've harmed my children. Mm. It's just that Kathleen lost four kids that they weaponize those diaries. So in the sense, it's really arrogant um, for men to sit there and say that they understand um, that uh, motherhood um, and that they can place their interpretations um, on the diaries. And indeed, six experts have recently um, for free given expert reports to us, Mm. including um, Dr. Kamal Tuma, who interviewed Kathleen a number of times. And all of them are very clear that these diaries don't contain confessions of murder. Um, A leading FBI uh, expert who, his his job is to predict violence um, in language, said that there is not even buried hostility or rage in this. 
she was a mother that was deeply um, unsure. She's depressed. Um, and, of course, she feels responsible for her four kids' death. She, she couldn't save them. Mm. Um, but that is not and should not be misconstrued with agency in that I killed you know, my children. My children, that's yeah. Not, yeah. That's not in the diaries. Responsibility, yes, because she's their mother. But agency, no. Well, listen, best of luck. Um, I'd love to keep in touch with you as we go through this process because it is going to be uh, it's going to be watched by the world. Uh, there is no doubt about that. And uh, it's a bit like uh, Lindy Chamberlain. There are uh, people who are very staunchly believe that, uh, that she did this. There are others who are mothers and who understand exactly what it's like to have a child who has cried for the last 24 hours. And uh, if I agree with you, if I was to write in a diary after my 14-year-old when she was a baby, after she'd cried for 24 hours, they'd want to lock me up too so you know <laughs> yeah it's yeah. A, it's a really tough one look thank you so much for your time i know how busy you are um best of luck with it and no doubt we'll chat very soon yeah, thanks very much, Tracy. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. Bye. That is uh, Rani Rago, who is uh, Kathleen Folbig's solicitor. And uh, as we heard, we don't know the timings of when that uh, that inquiry will get underway, but we will certainly be keeping you up to date on everything that is happening with that. It is uh, yet again one of the big uh, inquiries. It'll be a bit like Lindy Chamberlain. Uh, no matter what happens, there's going to be conjecture. But when you've got 150 scientists talking about the calm gene and the fact that it could have quite easily affected those four children, it, uh, it just makes your heart break. Um, it's just, it's a tragic situation for everybody involved. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters, and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.